Welcome to season three of How Have You Not Heard of This? We're back with your favorite iconic reality TV moments and so much more. Join us as we discuss what's new in pop culture, examine vintage storylines for current relevance, and let you in on what we're loving now, our favorite books, movies, obsessions, and fixations. I'm Katie, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm Amanda, and I still haven't heard of this. I don't understand. I think we should start rating podcasts in the number of spills I have. <laughs> Is this one a one and a half? We've already, I've already spilt once and a half. Yeah. Once and a half. Once and a half. There's a weird energy. Guys, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Hello. I feel so excited. I do too. We haven't recorded in two weeks, three weeks, but it feels like so much longer. It does feel like a lot longer. We are back at it. And Amanda... I have some things to say. So do you have any openers? No. Are we jumping in? Let's do it. I cannot go one more second of my life without talking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, please reunion. do. Oh, the reunion. Amanda. I haven't watched it yet. You, but you're up to date. Like, you know, kind of what happened. They found out that there was a troll. I watched, I've actually seen the first <laughs> episode of the reunion. Okay. So you saw the cinematic perfection of the last episode. Yes. Where they found out that Monica. Receipts. Timelines. Yeah. Did you hear that a government person took Heather? <laughs> yes. It's amazing. Uh, it's, that's okay. Culture. This is the next. I actually think this is more incredible than Scandal. I have so much to say, but I love when the Bravo world infiltrates the world at large. The zeitgeist. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is okay. I've seen a lot. I have never seen anything like this. The reunion. I'm not kidding. Just the whole situation and how they talked about it and broke it down. Reality TV is changing. Okay. So I've, I watched the, I watched some of the episodes. Fill me in though. Okay. So the cast, well, okay. Let's start with the first episode you ever watched with Jin Shaw getting arrested. Yes. All right. I can see you. I I I can see you watching my hands with such concern. <laughs> I mean, how, how the, the air from you whipping your hands around had not knocked over your coffee right there. I'll never. But also you watching me and then me catching you watching <laughs> and then you seeing that I saw. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh I wish gosh. that moment had been on camera. I'm fully spilling something else. I just need to drink all this. Mm. Right. Coffee is out of arm's length. All right. <clears throat> so if we backtrack, this gal, Monica. Yes. Normie. Not rich. Okay. Just a run-of-the-mill gal mm-hmm. who had an 18-month affair with her brother-in-law. Right. And has an insane mother and is truly nutso and has a very questionable relationship with the truth. Okay. She... Approaches Jen Shaw at some point as a fan way before, I mean, like a long time ago. Okay. And she gets herself in Jen Shaw's life. She becomes her, she's her fan. And then she starts working for her. Then they become really good friends, gets herself in Jen Shaw's inner circle, which then you find out that she 
was basically like stalking slash spying on Jin to get herself on this show. Oh it is a gosh. Truly phenomenal feat. She's a grifter who made her way onto a reality television show. Wow. She got herself in with this group of women all while being the troll account exposing these women. That's insane. I mean, it is really, really crazy. So. And she picked the one who was doing something illegal. Like the, the, so the I mean, luck she was there, a, she was a witness for the FBI. I know it's crazy. So I, I've never seen anything like this on Bravo, but I've never seen anything like this on all reality television. Yeah. Never. Heather Gay delivered the single greatest monologue in television history. Yes, she did. No, at the reunion. Oh, at the reunion. Another I thought you were at the another one. No, she was amazing. Heather is in her monologue era. Yes. She's serving. It's amazing. Okay. So throughout this whole reunion, they talk about some other stuff, but like we're at part three, you get to the good stuff. Yeah. You have been torturing these women online for three years and it all came out. So her defense is basically that she's this hero who started this page with other people to expose Jen Shaw. Okay. But in doing that, Jen would say something horrible about the women and she would repost it and then tag every Bravo account. And so what they're telling her is her whole thing is like, I never said these things personally. And they were like, but you perpetuated it. Right. You perpetuated things about our lives, our kids, our looks, our marriages, our businesses. And she would just be, but aren't you glad that you know those people were saying things about you? And they're like, no, this was so deceptive and crazy. Yeah. And Andy has to really explain to her, like, this is why this was mean. I mean, Andy is floored. This girl has no remorse. Oh my, she's still at the reunion. She had no idea. Like she would not. No, no. She fully just was like, I'm just shocked that these women are reacting in this way. Oh my gosh. And she finally screams because they talk through it. You got on this couch. I mean, she started emailing Bravo being like, this is all that's wrong with your show. You need this person. I'm your girl. And she just, I, something's happening with the audio. Can you still hear me? Normally? I hear you fine. Okay. Then I'm not worried about it. Oh, hello. Hello. Back. Oh, there yeah. I am. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so she was emailing Bravo. Yeah. I mean, this is beyond fascinating. So she has inserted herself in Jen Shaw's life. Yeah. While also stalking Jen Shaw, while also emailing Bravo, all the reasons she should be on there on the show. Yeah. And she has this moment where she screams like, what is so wrong with me being on this couch? And her narrative that she's told herself is, oh, all these women are just wealthy and they're rich and they don't think I'm good enough and they don't think I belong here. And they're like, no, you're an online bully and you've tortured us and you think that's okay. I mean, it's just a wild, it is a wild. So then we find out that the way that she would get so much of her information to post on this blog, Jen Shaw had her set up her security in her house. So Monica had access to Jen Shaw's like cameras and microphones stop. And she would listen in on Jen and her husband and they'd be like, Oh, Lisa's going to whatever. (gasps) And then Monica would post that stuff. I mean, she was stalking and spying on Jen. That's illegal. Isn't it? It is crazy. But, and then she takes this all as you guys are just defending Jen. I can't believe you're defending Jen. And they're saying, 
No, you regardless, Jen is in prison. Okay. Yeah. Regardless of who Jen is, you spied on her, her conversations with her family, with her husband, you use the information for like reality tea accounts. Oh, I mean, my gosh. Oh, while also being on the show. Oh my gosh. So she's taking all of these things that she's hearing and posting them and then talking to the girls about, it is wild. It is so crazy. And then they have all these videos. She's like, I did not stalk Jen Shaw. And then it is video after video, after video, after video. She would take binoculars and do these live streams of her and her friends. And she was like, well, I was trying to help the FBI by catching her drunk driving. And the people were like, no, this is insane. Yeah. And she was like, well, I never drove by your houses. And they were like, because we hid our addresses. I mean. Wow. It is Looney Tunes. But she accomplished something truly phenomenal. Yeah. She put in the work and she got herself on that reality show. Befriended someone, begged to work for them, became a friend, infiltrated their social circle, got on their reality show, and then was doing all the dirty work behind the scenes. To torture the women. It's like a novel. Yes. To me, it felt like a novel with an an unreliable narrator because I actually don't know that she understands the truth. I don't know if she fully recognizes all the time that she's lying. Wow. So Heather has this moment. That was phenomenal. Yeah. So she says that across franchises, Monica, she was like, you are dangerous and you have absolutely ruined my experience being a housewife. And Monica goes, this is so dramatic. You're crazy. She acts like they're all insane. Yeah. And Heather says, no, across franchises, the only hard thing about this job is the trolls who try to take us down by attacking, relentlessly attacking our marriages, our children. And she said, the only hope we have is that there's a gap between us and the trolls. Yeah. And that they can't actually hurt us. And she said, so when one who's been bullying us for three years gets on our show and deceives all of us. Like we don't feel safe. Yeah. And I was like, I am Heather Gay. I'm fangirling. It was amazing. She delivered this. Like it was like a Meryl Streep situation. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. She put it so well. Yeah. When that's so hard to do at the reunion. I mean, yeah. Andy was not okay at this reunion. The women were fully unhinged. There were 14 different yelling conversations going on at one time. <clears throat> So then they call Bravo out. You find out that Lisa and Heather, they're all enraged with production because Monica told them, well, I told production that I was this, I was in charge of this account the very first time they interviewed me. <gasps> and Andy was like, no, you didn't. That is not true. This is not true. We would never do this. And she's like, you're all lying. You're all lying. All the production knew. And so you've got the women oh. mad at production because Monica told a lie that Andy's finding out. It was just this crazy circle of, is this real? Am I watching this? Oh my gosh. But I mean, she's truly just a liar. And her defending herself was really something to see. A person who has committed to their grift. Seriously. And committed to not thinking they did anything wrong. Yeah. Truly. So then she brings out a burn book. No. Like from Mean Girls. And it's horrible things. I mean, there's stuff about Andy and it kind of starts out as a joke. And then it's all the receipts of everything she's ever posted. And Andy was like, do you think that this makes you look better? Uh -uh. This is is really bad stuff, Monica. Yeah. She's like, people sent it to me. I didn't come up with any of this myself. And it was just fully missing the point of the damage 
Yeah. When people call Heather horrible names about her appearance or whatever, and then you repost it and tag every account and every housewife. Yes. It's incredibly hurtful. Yeah. I, uh, so then this whole black eye situation. Oh yeah. Heather's black eye. So, you know, she admitted in the final episode that Jen Shaw gave her a black eye. Yes. So Andy holds her to account for this and it was fascinating and hard to watch. And I have such a different perspective of Heather and Jen Shaw. Really? Because they were best friends. And Heather said, even if she goes to prison, I don't condone her actions, but I love her and I will support her. Ride or die. Yeah. You really just thought that they were really good friends. Yeah. Oh, I have to go back to Monica real fast. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So in her defense of herself, part of a rumor that she started was about Angie's family being in the Greek mob. Oh, yeah. Which is like all of these problematic stereotypes about Angie's family and community. <laughs> right. And Angie calls Monica a low brow rat. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone knew what she said. Yeah. And then Monica starts going, Brown, Brown, you called me Brown. And Andy was like, uh-uh, she didn't. You could, she was just baiting. She was just yes. trying so hard and it made me really mad. I yeah. mean, it was really bad. She did not know. That's yeah. not what she said. That's not what she meant. That wasn't the intention. And it was like she was just grasping at every single possible thing. Yeah. And she was trying to have this moment of Angie said something racist. And it the whole argument is actually that you are perpetuating something really problematic Yeah. about the Greek community. So yes. don't. Mm, 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 mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it was so gross oh my, and so bad. So unhinged unhinged. I've never seen anything like it. So <clears throat> this was more wild than the Vanderpump reunion. It was, it was crazier. Yeah. You've got to watch I it. I can't wait. All right. So Heather sets out to explain herself about the black guy. Okay. And she says that there was a lot of drinking and she knew it was from Jen, but she didn't know exactly how she got it. Yeah. But she told Jen, I will cover for you. So Production, when they heard this, immediately went back and looked at all the footage. And there is a conversation the next morning between Jen and Heather. And they're not mic'd up, so it's just security camera footage. And yeah. Jen is walking in, and they're both really shaken, and Jen is crying. And she's saying, I can't believe I did this to you. I can't believe I did this to you. And Heather is saying, don't worry, I got you. So then in front of the cameras, it totally... Did you watch the episode where Heather had the black eye? Yes. I've yeah. It totally repaints that as this like abuser and victim. Yeah. They are sitting there coming up with a story together to protect Jen. Yeah. And Heather is having to lie and like make these jokes. And she's saying, Jen, people are gonna ask questions. You need to help me come up with a story. And Jen's like, maybe you have spider eggs in your eye. And they're laughing, and you're just like, this is crazy. Yeah. So Heather apologizes for lying about it. And at first I was like, you know, I don't really think she owes the world an apology for this. Right. Then we find out that she says I deflected using humor. And Andy was like, it wasn't very funny. Like we didn't see a lot of humor, but she, I guess went on her book tour and it was always, how'd you get the black eye? And she would always be like, she started saying like, I don't know, maybe I fell into the counter. Maybe someone broke in. Maybe there was a hot producer that came in my room and I just don't remember. 
And Andy was like, can't you see how if you knew what happened and yet you're saying that maybe production didn't protect you or that we let someone get to you or that a producer had touched you? Like, do you see where that's not okay because you did know the whole time? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is very valid. And there's this whole crazy thing because Andy is like, you're mad at Monica for lying, but you have perpetuated a lie. And what I found, this is where I was like, she has been a victim of Jen Shaw. She was just like, she took her time in the hot seat. Yeah. She was like, I was terrified. She said, I am still scared. Jen Shaw is behind bars and I am still this scared of her. Yeah. And all the women were like, we full, we support Heather. We know why she didn't do it. Yeah. We they fully blanket were like, Heather is justified in her lie because of the chokehold that Jen Shaw had on this cast. That is so wild. It is crazy. And they were saying that some of them still get threatening calls and stuff from what? people affiliated with Jen. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, Heather- because, also- So like, it's the, then it's the theory that they, they know something else about, like they, you know what I mean? Like- I don't know, but this woman- is in jail and she's still posting videos, like yeah. defending herself. I don't understand it. She, she has some power. She yeah. has a voice and these women are scared of her. That's so weird. So Heather did tell a really big lie. I think she did a masterful job of owning it and apologizing to Andy and to production. I really saw this as two women fighting for their jobs and Monica did not understand the assignment. Yeah. And Heather went in and was like, this is my show now. And I will, she made all the apologies. She was so vulnerable and honest. And I, she, I'm not even worried that production's mad at Heather. Yeah. Monica, it's already been announced that she's not coming back. I saw that. Is how many get one season and done? Not that many. That's I mean, what I thought some, cause usually you have like one season to work out the kinks. Right. And a lot of times they have a great first season mm-hmm. and then they have a terrible season the next time. Very rarely someone doesn't need it. Yeah. Like you get a someone who's like independently wealthy and just like goes on it for an experiment and they're like, oh, this was awful. <laughs> Very rarely is someone just fired. Because even yeah. if the fans hate you, you're still good TV. You're still good TV. That's right. And a lot of people thought that Monica was kind of endearing. She does have this story. Her mom left her. Her mom, I mean, it's so dysfunctional. It's crazy. She clearly has trauma. But this is a... This is wild. I've... Yeah. Crazy. I don't know how production could keep her on and like maintain a promise to keep the other cast safe from her. Yeah. I mean, if she's blatantly like, yeah, of course I ran this account. And aren't you glad? I mean, she really, Heather had to say, you are not a hero. Yeah. Like, we understand that you exposed Jen Shaw. Good job. Everything else. Yes. And the deception. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's wild. It, this was utterly wild this season. Gosh. You know, it's like, you're never going to top Scandaval right. and then Real Housewives of Salt yeah. Lake City comes around. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, the content goes nowhere because we took a break and yeah. we were a little bit like, oh my God, a lot's happening. We're not going to record for a little bit. And it's, I, there will always be content. Something there new. Will. Yes. Something new. So I am pretty sad that this journey is ending. These women all ended on really good I mean, this solidified them, their yeah. group. It was like watching 
an HBO show. Like yes. this was like I was watching Big Little Lies and the women are conspiring together. The last episode of that season when Heather, they like kept going back and yes. forth in time and Heather had that little meeting on the beach where no one could overhear them. I was like, I have chills just thinking about it. Unbelievable. Only the OGs. Yeah. They all looked so good. They had their, they, it was like walking to the bachelor final rows. Yes, They're walking yes. down the sand. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And I loved the nonlinear timeline. I was yes. like, I feel like I'm reading a thriller. Yeah. And they all had perfect reactions too. Like I it was, oh. but the, I mean, that receipts proof timeline. Yes. Iconic. It will go down. Heather has carved herself a place in the Mount Rushmore of Housewives. This is the new table flip. I mean, this is, this is, this is it. Oh, the number of podcasts that will start just because of this moment. Oh, yes. Well, as this show is very sadly coming to an end, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other good stuff going on. I've watched a lot of uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need you to catch up on Southern Charm because the Southern Charm <laughs> reunion was... I heard about it, that. I saw a lot of clips of Shep's flabbergasting monologue. He he also delivered a heartfelt monologue about his problematic drinking. And, you know, we're watching together. You're on season four. And it just shows you the journey that Shep continues to take. I honestly didn't even recognize him. He looks like a different person. He does. I mean, and again, <clears throat> I'm, I'm 10 years. No, you're not that far behind. Like season four is not that long ago. Okay. I was They're only on season them. nine. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I was trying to get, like, I, I felt like I had a mountain of content too. It's really not that bad. Okay. No, but you see the way that every other person grows up. Yeah. And he doesn't. Yeah. And he's not okay mentally. He's not. He's saying Ugh. a lot of really dark stuff, but you've got to take the whole journey. I know. I know. Even, you know, in season, whatever, I'm, I'm on three or four. Honestly, you know. could skip ahead to like season eight, I'm seven. Okay. I just it if you're ready to move I on have from Thomas such a heart for him like I have a soft place in my heart for him but I can see that he has like a dark I I am really came back around to Shep though yeah I I think that he has owned I think that he understands yeah and I think oh, you haven't watched it so I can't. I know it's, I've, I've, but I can feel it coming right like but he has he's this, definitely gonna bottom out at some point but he has this girlfriend for a long time Taylor yeah and he can't do it. He cannot settle down. He cannot be monogamous. He can't not cheat on her. And now two years later, and he's having this sober, sobering time in his life and you are watching him and he, it's like, he, he even said, if Taylor and I were not on this show, we would be married. He oh just gosh. can't. Another girl on the couch says to him, He's saying like, I'm aimless and I feel like I'm pointless and I don't know what I'm doing and I don't have a purpose right now. And in the same breath, he's like, I don't know, like monotony scares me. And this girl, Leva, is saying, you have to want something more. Like something else has to become more important to you. And if you would just, you love her, you love her. She loves you. She desperately wants to be with you. Just do it. Just like get better. Oh, you just want him to get better. But it's. She's also got a lot of problems. There's so much happening. So you got to keep watching. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Speaking of keeping on watching, it's Vanderpump time. Oh, are you ready? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it feels hard to give yourself back over to the journey. It does. But then you watch the first episode and you're like, well, we're in it now. I know. When does it, it comes out like this week, right? Yeah. Between in the next seven days. Yeah. When this is posting, Vanderpump will be very close to airing. Have you seen the trailer? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big drama. Um, I have a few little questions. I want to hear some predictions okay. about Vanderpump because this show ended on a bang. It did. A huge, I'm huge. I mean, this was on a literal bang, literally yes. six months of it to be exact, <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of feel like, can they recapture that high? What's going to yeah, happen? I don't know. But the fallout, I mean, I need to see the fallout. Yeah. Okay. Predictions. Will well, the- I'm sorry. Huh? So, 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 so sorry. Okay. When did they pick cameras up to start recording the season? They, I remember at the last, you know, they had the reunion and they had repicked up cameras mm-hmm. because of Scandaval. And Andy was like, everybody needs some time. Yeah. I think they gave everyone a little, they let the dust settle. Okay. So I don't know. That all happened in March. And I only know that because I was with my friend at dinner and I remember that we had gone to Dallas and we were talking about it. So I know that was in March. I don't think they started filming again until like late summer. Okay. 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 Because Tom Sandoval did that show, the reality competition oh, show. That's right. And then Tom Schwartz did Stars on Mars. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Ariana did Dancing with the Stars. Yes. So they all kind of. Yeah. Okay. I would like to know what you think. Okay. Will the cast let Sandoval back into the inner circle of Ooh. trust? I mean, in my heart, I want to say no, because he's such a rat. But for TV, they have to, right? I, I'm curious. I really am. I'm very curious. He and Ariana still live in a house together. Yeah. So I, I do. I think that they're going to let him back in. Yeah. I think he's going to be back in the inner circle of trust. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that Ariana is ever going to forgive him. No. Or, you know. Will he use his bad actions to take credit for her newfound fame? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, he already did that on that, uh, the, the reality podcast. show that he was on. No, oh, he did? Yes. When he was in meeting with the sergeants, he's like, you guys wouldn't believe it. You guys wouldn't believe what she gets. Yeah, he's already done that. You know what, Tom Sandoval? You need to go listen to Taylor Swift's Karma. Yes. It'll explain a lot about your life. Yeah. Will he show any remorse? No, I don't think he understands. And he doesn't have any. I think he's going to play act. Okay. Some yeah. remorse. Sure. Will they talk nonstop about Raquel or will they never speak her name like Voldemort? Mm, that's a good question. I think that's going to be divided. I, I think there's going to be some chitter chatter about it. Sandoval's going to try to bring it up. You know what I mean? Like he's going to try to my, I think he's going to try to blame her for a lot of this because she's not there to defend herself. Yeah. I think that he's going to try to play this little weasel card, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I mean, Ariana's not going to buy it. Katie's not going to buy it. Lala. No. I don't think Lala's going to buy But I do think Lala is the one that will be the most likely to forgive because Lala's done so much in her past. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Sheena is going to be really torn on everyone because yeah. she's such a little gold-hearted people pleaser. Yes. There is some drama in the trailer. It looks like something's going to come out about Sheena and one of the Toms. Oh. Not current day, but oh, I yeah. think it's going to be a something from the past where she kissed one of them or something. Oh, my God. Um. If there was one thing I would wish for this show is I want a true sit down between Ariana and Raquel. Yeah. With enough time passed that Ariana's rage haze mm-hmm. could, and then that all of Raquel's PR spin talk. Like yeah. I want, I wish that I could see a vulnerable conversation that I don't think will ever happen. No, I don't think so. 
Um, I don't think it will. <laughs> this is interesting. How will the cast react to Ariana's fame? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, it's going to be 50, 50. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're going to have Sandoval. He's going to, of course, he's not going to react well to it, but I think he's probably going to be smart enough to weasel out some good points mm-hmm. as it were. And I think that's going to maybe poison some of the welfare. The, like I can honestly see Lala being like <laughs> enough with, Oh yeah. For Ariana. You in the preview, she says, I've never seen someone get cheated on and then become God. Yeah. I think there's going to be some jealousy because this rise to s- pop culture stardom that this girl has had. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, it was huge. Massive commercials, movies, other reality shows. She's moving to New York. Like she, she's starring in Chicago. Oh my God. She's playing uh, Roxy Hart in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. On Broadway. So I think that's going to be a tough That's pill. incredible. I had no idea. Like last we heard she and Katie were opening a sandwich shop. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to watch. I am going to watch. I don't know if I'll have a whole season in me, but I'm going to watch the first few. The same. I'm sure that I will watch it, be fascinated, not tune in until something happens and then binge it all at the end. Yeah. Will James be sober mm-hmm. for Allie or will he rein himself in or will be he be back on the drunken hot mess express? I hope he's on the sober train. I know, me too. I, I love really, Allie. I really want that for him. Yes. Okay. It's going to be a good one. I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, Any premiere is just like you get the tingles a little right? bit. Right? You know? Especially after something this huge. I know. I know. It's going to be a big one. And finally. Speaking of premieres. We said we wouldn't do it. And here we are. We always say we won't do it. I had to. Like a moth to a flame. <laughs> We're back on The Bachelor. Yeah. In our defense, we didn't really want to watch the last one or two. Not engaging oh, God. leads. Yeah, no. Charity is darling, but that wasn't appointment television. Also, it was 9 p.m. over the summer. Yeah. I, I'm sleeping then. Zach, America's first AI bachelor. It was very groundbreaking. Yep. But this Joey. Oh, he's so cute. What do you think of Joey? I think he's adorable. Darling. Couldn't be cuter. Was he on charity season? Yes. And he was absolutely the standout. He's just... He has an earnest charm that is yeah. so buyable. Like I am I'm buying into what he's selling me. Yes. Then you hear that he he has these sisters. Yep. And they have clearly taught him how to act around women. Uh-huh. He wears a teal suit. I know. I mean, great great style choice. It was a good look. Ugh. I mean, this is the best bachelor choice in a good long time. He's not this hulking football player with scary muscles. That's right. He's, excuse me, he seems, I don't mean, I don't want to say he seems short, but he seems shorter than the last few bachelors. Exactly. And he's not, he just looks like a normal guy. How do you like cuddle up to like Zach? Like you just too much. Too much. You just seem. Zach is giving like he shaves his arms. Maybe. Right? Like that's his, to me, that's his energy. I don't even know. He's giving me like sculpture. Yeah. Like you're just there. I mean, he and Katie seem great, but I'm just saying Joey feels like a, let's just like cuddle on the couch. Yes. He, he is. There's something deeper. There is. And he's normal in like the most handsome and charming way. Yeah. You know, he seems very safe and approachable. 
Yes. And he seemed to genuinely take an interest in the women. Yeah. He could repeat back a fact or something about every single one of them. Yeah. I found him so engaged. Yep. And usually you're watching this for the flame out and the crazy of the girls, but I'm finding him to be very, like a really good bachelor. I agree. I mean, I'm also watching for some of the flame out of the girls. Well, of course. We always are. <laughs> okay. I have, I've noticed a few things. Yeah. But I would like to hear if you have any, uh, anything you want to get off your chest about this show. I, I mean, there are so, how, where do you want me to begin? There are so many. There's so, I have a few like umbrella things I noticed. Okay. Can, my first umbrella. Why did they bring 30 women and cut nine the first night? I don't get it. Why? What's the point? Well, then you're just taking away, like, cast 20. Yes. And they're like, this is historic. We've never had 31 women. It's like, but I mean, why would you want that many? Because they're not, they aren't all going to get time, especially when you have them doing go kart races out front. No, it's too much. And every time I see that sunrise, this was at the end, but Evelyn, what was her name? No, I think there was an Evelyn. But it's, it's E-V-A-L-I-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stunning. That girl just needed a nap. Yeah. The second she sleeps, yes. she's going to reset. <laughs> yeah. Like she yeah. is a normal, nice girl who was so tired mm-hmm. that she couldn't function anymore. She was just crying. It was the most relatable thing. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's like, let her sleep. Yeah. Don't make her talk to you right now. Yeah. Okay. A, a few things I noticed. Green had a real moment. The number of green dresses. Yes. And some of them were awful. Yeah, well. One of my comments is Gen Z fashion is fugly. It's not good. It's awful. It's like giving Shein. It really is. I mean. I just, it. you know, when I think back to previous seasons that I've never watched, but, the, you know, you always see, you always see the clips, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone sees the interview episode. Yeah. Or not the, I mean, the limo episode, right? Mm-hmm. And. It just, it feels like those women were buying really nice, fancy, expensive, like, yeah, like prom plus dresses, right? Yes. Yeah. And the dresses, I, there was not a single one that I wrote down as being like, Uh, there was, uh, uh. okay, there was one that was different and everyone on the internet said it was the ugliest dress they'd ever seen. Maria's. Yeah. It had like, it was black and it had like the flower belt like flower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I liked it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. That's the only dress that I wrote down as being a standout. I, Everything else felt like thin polyester. None of them were standouts for me. I didn't hate daisies. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, it was bad. And the accessories are bad. Yes. Bad. Um, much fewer blonde representation than usual, which oh, I really great. appreciate. Yeah. But I, I, I liked that. I mean, I love a blonde. Sure. But usually there is a mass of blonde girls and they're all named Lauren. Yep. And you cannot tell them apart. Yes. This cast. It's like 60% blonde, 30%. That's not the math. You know what I mean? (laughs) 66 blonde, 33%. Yeah. Everything else. I I mean, he only has like two or three blondes there. Yeah. I also felt the cast is maybe strong, maybe a little bit curvier than usual. Like yeah. I felt like they have, I mean, Gen Z's doing some things right. Yes. They're not, they, these girls don't all look like they're starving. Agreed. They just look like they are having bodies. That's right. Which is the hope. Yes. That's low bar. It's a low Please. bar. Please have a body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just a little less, a little less starved, a little less done up. 
Mm-hmm. I just felt like there was a different, a little bit of a different vibe. Yeah. I like it. Now, let me ask you this, since I am still such a newbie. Is this the first season where, so I know that during the limo exits, you get a, a little glimpse at the front runners because they have the extra special video, right? I mean, not always front runners, but they do give packages on, uh, they do okay. a package on everyone. And then they the one do. who, okay, but they don't all make air. Right. So you get like six packages. Yeah. Right. But that does, sometimes those girls go home night one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, anyways, is this the first season where these packages really focus in on like trauma or disability oh, no. or, oh, is it always like that? I mean, I did feel like when Lexi got out of the gate with, I can't have children. It was like, wow. <laughs> the first woman out of the, the limo is like, wow, I can't have kids. So. And she also wasn't they didn't be like, I have endometriosis. It's been a struggle. It's like, I have a mystery health condition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out of the gate, Lexi. This is the first time I'm dating knowing this. Like, I mean. Oh, Jesus. And then there was another one that her mom had just passed away. Yeah. And then Daisy with her yeah. cochlear implants. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. It's great that they're giving this diversity. But yes. like, it just felt a, to me, it felt like we're going to. We're pushing this because we have it. I agree. And I think a lot of those people are probably front runners. I did like Daisy's because I think it will, like part of her first night is like, this is a lot. I can't like, that was a lot of um, sensory overload for her. I I find her fascinating. I really like Daisy, but there was a lot of, I mean, yeah, Bachelor, it's always, you have to have a trauma arc. Okay. All right. And if you just, I knew everyone had a trauma arc because that's, that's what comes out on the one-on-one, but but to be the first lady getting out of the limo video. I'm, I more feel bad for the girls who don't have their trauma um, arc and they're like, my grandparents are still married. (laughs) (laughs) You're like... Do you have hobbies? You know, <laughs> anything, anything, anything else? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, before we really get in, I do have one honorable mention. Yes, I got some of their names confused, but Maria from Canada and her overwhelming amount of denim on those rocks. <laughs> okay, wait. Why did they have to blur out the Canadian flag? It's so question. I don't know. I don't know. I was so confused. Like you was like, we would like to be removed from this narrative. Yeah, there's a lot of Canadian representation. We do not approve this at all. I found that so interesting because you knew that's exactly what it was. She's waving a flag as soon as she gets out. And, and does he hail from Canada? Is that no? Okay. In fact, <laughs> his whole deal on charity season was that he's this tennis pro and that he's like from Hawaii. But in this, they're like, oh wait, no, that was just like cutesy for charity. He's from Philadelphia. <laughs> he lives in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just, oh my God. Speaking of Philadelphia though. Oh boy. Is there, what is about like... the sisters? Oh, I can't wait. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. 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 Yes. Let's just, but I mean, let's jump in with the sisters that I'm obsessed and disturbed. Oh, could you imagine? No. Would you go on the bachelor with Kim as a person with a sister who is also like your best friend? Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good can come of this. You cannot date the same person. No. Kim and I were just far enough apart in age that we were not in the same sure. dating pool. Yeah. Interestingly, she's three years younger than me, four grades, but and her husband is older than me, which is interesting. Yeah. But that's the only guy that was ever even right. Like 
in my group of friends. Yeah. You know what I yes, mean? Yeah. We, we were so separate. There is no way. Cause every single thing you do, like you look better in that than me or don't, I mean, just the annoyance well, like level. The younger of, sister got the mm-hmm. first kiss and the first rose. Uh, bad, bad. I did think that older sister was sort of funny. They yeah. were like, you will be our mid-level villain who we can get to say mean things on the first night. <laughs> yeah. I also love that she chugged that beer. Yes. She was like defending my <laughs> superiority. That was really funny. My favorite moment of the night. This is why I love Joey so much. He just rips out that belch. Yes. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just couldn't hold it in. He's so cute. Oh, those sisters. But I also love that they were like, okay, we're not going to tell anyone. This yeah. would be me and Kim. Yeah. Okay. We're just not going to tell anyone and we're going to stand in the corner and we're going to have the same haircut and the yep. same eyes yep. and the exact same mannerisms and the same voice mm-hmm. and just be like, probably no one will figure it out. Yeah. No one's going to know. But I also think they wanted a big dramatic moment. They did. And when they told everyone, everyone was like, huh? Crickets. Yeah. Why would you do this? Yeah. Was <laughs> the main energy. Um, I did love Chandler who said, I'll be there for you. Joey and Chandler yes, loved it. Very cute. Very cute. What about autumn who comes out and is like, what's your favorite season? And he's like, Oh, I love spring. <laughs> <laughs> it only could have been better if there was a girl there named spring. <laughs> Honestly. Like, yes. Why is, April? Why is Daisy not named spring? It just, <laughs> but also my other thought was no one calls it autumn. No, it's called fall. Yes. He was yeah. just not picking up what she was putting down. No, it was so on brand for me, but also, I mean, we're reading these books. Oh boy. We're going to have a whole podcast about these books, these books. But right now I'm deep in with like the autumn court. Oh my God. And, and she was so on brand with like the red eyes, the red <laughs> cheeks, the golden hair, the red dress. And I was like, I am fully living in a high yeah. fay court. <laughs> And one of them has made it onto my television show. Am I on drugs? I don't know. What is happening? Um, Autumn was a little ba- a little basic for me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We have what I, okay. Worst, worst exit. Do you have one? I have two. I mean, God. Well, so I have one that just says boring. Okay. Followed by weird box. Oh, the weird box. And then someone brought a save the date. Oh, yeah. Save the date for our wedding. He's like, I'm sorry. That's my grandma's birthday. We're busy. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to be able to make it. But I have to say the gimmicks. I hate them. I hate them. The go-kart was fine. But then they follow it up with a boat. That and was not awful. not even like a nice boat. That was awful. Like a mid-range, small Lake Arcadia fishing boat. The boat was awful. Nothing is as bad as the bras or the bananas. Oh my God, the bananas. It was mean to him. Like you're put, I just, I can't. He is not, he doesn't have that kind of energy. No, I'm sorry. Who does? Mm -mm. Who is presented with, okay, I need to know like what we're working with here or else I'm just going to get back in the limo. Uncomfortable. So trashy. Oh, and poor Taylor with that massive bra. Taylor has like the grumpiest energy I've ever seen. Oh my God. Also in a green dress. Yes. That massive bra was really bad. And he, like, it was so big. He was like, is this a dress? Like, he didn't even <laughs> see his attempt to him. Um, one gimmick gave real front runner energy. That was Daisy with her Christmas tree farm. Yes. Just as. I agree. Charming as could be. Yeah. 
Taylor Swift energy. Yep. Lean in. Listen, that girl, she's winning the show. I think you're right. There's no I think way right. that Daisy does not win. I couldn't agree more. Um, Wait, I have to, one more honorable mention for worst. Okay. And not because it wasn't cute or creative, mm-hmm. but just the tennis balls. The 7,000 tennis balls that fell out of the limo. And know. you know they had to pause to clean up all those tennis balls. Like, oh. she just took 45 minutes from the night. It gave him an opportunity to juggle, though. Oh, God. I was impressed. <laughs> I can't juggle. I've seen your husband juggle. I'm very impressed by those who can juggle. <laughs> I can't juggle. As a person who really struggles with hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Yeah. Not happening for me. No, I didn't like those either. I didn't really like any of them. I thought the only gimmick that was cute was Daisy. Agreed. And the go-karts because it gave an activity. The go-karts was interesting. And she seemed to have a great personality. Yeah. I think that girl will go far as well. A um, lot of sparkles. Okay. Leah and the letter. Oh, my gosh. Why did they do this to her? I don't know. Why her? Why did one girl get an immu- uh, a date-stealing card? I just don't... I felt like they picked the weakest one, the sweetest, most anxious one, and we're like, it's time to F some stuff up. So she was chosen after the final rose, right? Like she was the one that... Usually they meet like five or six. Okay, okay. And then they get to go, and sometimes they'll give one first impression rose right then and there. Oh. And then like three days later, they all go film. Yeah. This, he only met her. It's not like he met five okay. girls. Yeah, he yeah, literally... Yeah. He only met her. Met Leah... Jesse says, here's this, keep it. Yeah. Open it at the rose ceremony or at the first night. Which happens really soon after. It's a couple it's what, days. Okay, like, okay. They're all cast. They're all in LA. I he literally okay, goes okay, okay. to the mansion and probably 24 hours later, they're in production. Oh, wow. I, I don't know why I assumed it was like several weeks. Oh, no. I was literally like, I thought she had to hold on to that all winter because <laughs> yeah, I yes. forgot about filming time. <laughs> I thought this, I, I lost it. I thought we were watching in real time. I thought it was all live last night. <laughs> Uh, but it's so mean. It is. I mean, that is production painting a target. And it's not like they gave it to Jess. Right. Who was going to be loud and obnoxious about it. And everyone was already going to not like her anyway. It, I mean, it introduced an interesting dynamic in that she could have chosen to keep it, but then it, what does that say? Because she had the right approach to it, right? In saying that, like, every this isn't my journey. Mm-hmm. This is your journey. And so I want to respect, like, your wishes. So if you choose a one-on-one date with someone, I am not going to take that time from that woman because that's unfair yeah. to her and to you. Ten out of ten reaction. Yes. I mean, she nailed that. Mm-hmm. I literally think she used the word autonomy. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to take your autonomy on this journey. I will say that that poor girl was so nervous. She got, she said, I'm so excited. My heart is beating. <laughs> I was like, oh, sweetie. Are you also AI? My heart is also beating. <laughs> but I, I found their interaction so sweet. Yeah. Cause she is just spiraling in an agony. I have no self-control. I would have ripped that thing open. As soon as I stepped out of the limo, let's yeah. take a look at this, like, baby. I'm on YouTube figuring out how to steam that thing open <laughs> without ripping anything. <laughs> but she is very empathetic and just yeah. like, she's almost devastated at the, of having this power. And he sits down and he just, he's smiling at her like, oh my gosh, this girl is so earnest and kind. And 
Oh, I just, she's like, I want to love and respect all the women. Yeah. I just, that girl has a big soft spot and they were really mean to do this to her. Yes. And I loved, I, I loved that she threw it in the fire. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe hang on to it. Maybe just in case. But this really endeared her to all the women. Yeah. She had the worst accessories. I hated her necklace. I mean. So bad. <clears throat> um, It wasn't good. But Joey was like, wow, this really speaks to your character. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she won the night yeah. because she endeared herself to all the women mm-hmm. by respecting their journeys and still getting the first impression rose. Which if it hadn't been for that, it would have been Daisy. Oh, yeah. Right? I think it had, yes. I mean, he could not. The other women, when he kissed them, it was like there's kind of a moment and you lean in. They were mid-conversation. He was just like leaning into her. (laughs) until he. It was like a magnet. He was leaning until they were kissing. There was no like. Yeah, yeah. No moment of like deciding. Conversation around it. No, it it just occurred naturally. Yeah. All right. (sighs) I think we both agree Daisy's our front runner. Oh, yeah. Daisy's winning. Daisy is winning. I think my... I think Leia's going to go far. I have Leia as my surprising flame out. Yeah. I think she's, I think she's going to peak early. Yeah. And, but she's going to be a surprise go home. Interesting. Okay. And that makes a lot. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I think, um, I think Maria's going to be a dark horse. Meet denim girl. Yes. I think she's going to go pretty far. She and her dad had such a vibe. Yeah. They feel like people worth a follow. Yeah. Like, um, uh, hopefully she at least makes it to hometowns, right? I have her in my top four. Yeah? My top four, I have Lexi, first out of the limo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daisy. Kelsey, the really tall girl with the voodoo doll. Oh, yes. She's very interesting looking. Like, she just doesn't have the exact same look as everyone else. I think he was very charmed by her. And then I think Maria, she is funny. She's a great narrator. I think that she's going to go really far. I, I do, do too. I mean, I think she's just, she's just mean enough. Exactly. But it's all in good fun. I don't, yeah. she's not mean at someone's expense. Exactly. Like I loved yes. how she was like, I wasn't going to kiss you tonight. Ew. And then she was like, I mean, yeah, I did. Yeah. It. You know? And then when <laughs> she's talking about scary movies and she's like, what's your favorite movie? And he's like, remember the Titans? And she's like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> remember the Titans? You're Okay. Also, ew. He, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> of course That's you do, Katie. <laughs> Not surprising at all. Um, that is one of our, isn't that one of the first times we ever met Ryan Gosling? I mean, that's an important time. Is he in that movie? I think so. Well, ask Taylor. Taylor loves every Ryan oh, Gosling Oh, yeah, no, movie. he is. He is, yeah. Um, real quick. Okay, top four. Lexi, Daisy, Kelsey, Maria. I think we'll ditch Maria after that. Yeah. H- hometown, I'm sorry. Top three, Lexi, Kelsey, Daisy. Top two, Kelsey, Daisy. You think it's going to be Kelsey and Daisy? I do. That voodoo doll, she's really tall. He was really into her. And I think the winner's Daisy. I think the winner's Daisy. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think the winner's Daisy. I think Lexi will go very far. I often look at reality, Steve, and I have not. Oh, I haven't either. I'm going to try really hard not to. Oh, I'm going to immediately. As soon as we finish recording this. Okay, let's just do it. (laughs) I could be talked into anything. Um, most incredible breakdown will absolutely be between the sisters. One of them, most oh, yeah. likely Lauren, will lose her mind. It's going to be between the sisters or it's going to be the boat girl, Jess? Jess, me too. That's exactly what I wrote. <clears throat> I actually wrote most dramatic goodbye. It's going to be Maria because he's yeah. going to love her energy. Yep. 
but he's not going to have the full on can't live without you romance. Yep. Like he's so drawn to Daisy. He's going to be so intrigued by Maria. Maria. Yeah. Dark horse. Yeah. She's not going to make it all the way. She's not. Mm. Last prediction. Will we hate Joey at the end of this? No. Absolutely not. No. I think that he's going to be the best bachelor since Ben Higgins. Best bachelor in recent history. Ooh. Bold claim. Bold. I don't know who Ben Higgins is. The last one who was incredibly earnest and charming and lovable. Like he was just the only one of these men that you would ever be like, if I met you at a bar, I would give you my number. Interesting. And Joey has that same energy. Yeah. The rest of them, you're like, <laughs> you're fratty. Don't talk to me. Don't yeah. even let you're your fratty. <laughs> and my husband was in a frat fraternity. <laughs> I'm just saying the rest of them have like beer pong darts energy yeah. where I don't, your group of friends needs to not perceive or engage with me. Right. These two just so easy. Yeah. They're cute. I love it. I'm pretty I excited. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it too. Absolutely. Um, I hate myself. Worst dress of the night, also Maria. Oh, I loved her dress. The flowers, the band. Yes. Oh, wait, is that the one you were saying the internet yeah. hated? Oh, no, I hated that one. I'm thinking of someone else. Oh, yeah, the internet hated that one. I thought it was the only dress that had um, character, interesting energies. Everyone else was polyester. Character is a way to put it. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Would I wear it? Absolutely not. Well, true. All right. I'm excited. I am really excited. The, uh, Promo didn't give me enough. No, God, no. The promo was horrible. I love when you can start managing your life in bachelor time and you're like, it's basically summer. Yeah. By the end of this 16 weeks, we're going to be in our swimsuits. Oh, God. I can't wait. All right. This was really fun. This was unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) We're in our unhinged era. That's what's happening for all of 2024. January came in with a bang. Big bang. Maybe one of these days we'll tell you about it. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Look at our Instagram. (laughs) How many times have you cried, Amanda? Oh, God. Twice. Which, to be clear, 2023, total of six. You're a third of the way there. (sighs) This is upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Things better turn around. They really better. I'm team tears, but in an emotionally aware way, not a... (laughs) Really bad things are happening in your life way. Okay, we gotta go. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.